I watched this last night and early this morning and it's Triller, Triad Combat. Didn't have to watch all of it. And actually, not all of it is great. Quite a lot of it doesn't provide the kind of thrills and spills you might like. It goes to decisions and really it's, I suppose it's kind of, it looks like, I don't know, some kind of jujitsu, bushido type thing. It's, you don't have the takedowns, which of course some people don't like in UFC and other mixed martial arts promotions, but it just didn't seem, I mean, the thing looked good, big screens, all that kind of stuff, big audience, a lot of them with their backs to the ring, of course, or the triangle, because Metallica are on, and I'll be watching that um, concert on another day, but, in fact, I might watch it this evening, but it just didn't seem like it was really exciting. There were only two matches which I really was had any kind of thing, anything invested in. One because it was great. One because it was funny. The first one, the one that was great, was Brian Vera versus Derek Campos. Vera has done a lot in boxing. He's been in with a lot of um, a lot of big names, you know, like Andy Lee, who he beat, and Campos done quite a lot of. MMA stuff, he's a, he's, he's a seasoned professional, looks a lot like uh, Filthy Tom Lawler actually, and this was a ding-dong battle, ding-dong, knockdown, drag-out, and other two-word boxing and MMA standards, very good for instance, it was open right from the beginning, and Vera landed early, he was hurt though in the first an accurate left hook from Campos put him right down. He smiled at the end of the first, Brian Vera, and then thought, I don't know where my corner is. He had to be led over to it, to be honest. Beginning of the second, Campos obviously thinks, I'll finish this early. Swarms on him, gets a point deducted. Don't know what for, he did something that wasn't allowed. And there's quite a lot that isn't allowed. However, later on in the match, or the fight, should I say, Vera seems to think, I think I'm getting the grip of this. I think I'm understanding what it is. Lays the hooks in. And actually, Campos went down from a hook. Refs, I think it was Dan Mergliotta, said he slipped. He was put down. He was hit with a, with a, a hook. Anyway, in the sixth, Campos started to clinch. Vera... Took an extraordinary Superman punch. Didn't see it coming. Even though you can see a Superman punch coming from miles away. But as soon as he gets it, he instantly fires back with a shot of his own. Very nicely done. That was great, actually. In the seventh, they were both very tired indeed. But Campos gets the, gets the win. And afterwards, and this played out later on after the main event, which I've already discussed... Shannon Briggs gets really cheesed off at these boxers' losses, saying, you all suck, and you're holding, you're just holding. But they are allowed to, really. It's in the rules. So we're going to get three knockouts in a row, says Shannon Briggs. And Rampage Jackson says, 
Well, there's only two fights to go. Yeah, we'll get two in a row then. Yeah. Well, the next one, Mitrione versus Flores. Flores has been in with some with some big people as well, you know. Mitrione is well known in MMA. This is your co-main event. Michael Buffer announces it, like he does for the main event, and he tells us what, he sort of announces it as if it's the first match, as if we're not bothered about the other matches or the other fights. This is where the thing starts. It's weird. Mitrione is announced as coming from NFL to UFC to Bellator to Triller. It does sound like from big to small, unfortunately, if you say it like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, they swing earlier on, early on, and obviously Mitrione's thinking, I'll put a lot in in the early rounds, and then we'll have a look. He tags Flores with a couple of quite soft punches. He, he gets through with the uppercut, which is on the button. He set that up with quite a sort of soft left, uh, left. but the uppercut's right there. And um, he's down. Flores is down. Then Mitrione does what he does throughout the rest of the fight, the seven rounds, seven two-minute rounds, which is just lean on him. He's got his hand over his mouth at one point. I think it's Mitrione, I think it's um, Mergliotta, who is the, the ref, I think it is. For goodness sake, don't let him do that. I don't think that's in the rules, is it? His hand's right over his mouth. And there was leaning and leaning and leaning. He looked really tired, Mitrione. And there were some boos by the fifth round. He's knackered by the seventh, stifling Flores. But Flores actually manages to think, I should step back a bit and maybe give myself some room to work. Yeah, maybe you should have done that in the second round and the third, fourth and fifth and maybe the sixth as well. He does tag Mitrione with a couple to finish, but Mitrione's done most of the work here and he'll surely get the decision. Oh, Flores has got it. Weird. No one understands why that happened. It's not ideal, this. One of the matches is great. One of the matches is funny because Mitrione's just knackered. And that's fun to see. But... It's not a great situation. And the other matches weren't anything to write home about either. Triller have got another deal on Thursday. And I've got a subscription, so I'm looking forward to it. Because it looks good. But they really need to ramp up the in-ring content, maybe. I don't know. Let's see what Metallica can do. But the memory remains. That's what they can do. Probably a bit better than that, though. Hey, I've got a bad throat at the moment. Ta-ta.